0: Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello and welcome to the Presence Podcast. This is Rick and you're here this evening when I'm recording it for episode number 231. This is my second episode for today. If you are a regular listener, you might have noticed that episode 230 was recorded this morning, which was for yesterday, Saturday. And because it is still before midnight, it's actually about 11.20 p.m. as I record this on Sunday evening, it is two in a day. But it's actually day 231 of 2018, and my streak of one podcast for every day of 2018 continues. And I am glad you're here for this one. If this is your first podcast, I am glad. So glad that you found me. I hope you will come back after listening today. Subscribe to me. That would be awesome. And if this is um, a regular practice for you to listen to my words, my reflections, my questions for you, then thank you particularly. And I do appreciate your listening and any feedback you want to send, I do appreciate that as well. You can find my contact info. I think you can send a voicemail or something like that through Anchor. I would appreciate that. So, today was a good day. It kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And um, today's episode is is going to be a little like an episode of last Monday. I forgot what uh, number episode that was, but a week ago tomorrow. And it is because today I went to see the second film of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Now last week, last Monday, I went in the theaters with my son, my 17-year-old son, to see the first movie, Fellowship of the Ring, and today was the second film The Two Towers. Now, I got to say this, that um, my son is a big Lord of the Rings fan. He has seen all of these movies. He has read the books. He has shown me some of these movies. I do remember seeing parts of this movie today and parts of the first movie, and maybe I also have seen parts of the third movie, which will be next week. But. I haven't seen them all together and I haven't sat in a theater and allowed myself to become immersed in these amazing, amazing movies. Um, they were great stories to begin with. Tolkien in the trilogy that that he wrote and, and additional books surrounding Middle Earth and the Hobbits and, um, the ring stories. And, um, and they were just, they've just been captured as movies that are so engaging with the sound and the images and the characters and the acting. And, you know, it's funny because when we saw that they were going to be um, doing this series um, at our theater, our favorite local theater, um, I agreed to it. My son said, hey, will you, you take me to go see them?" And, you know, he wanted to see them, but I think more than anything else, he wanted to see them with me. And, and that really means... A tremendous amount to me as as a parent of two teenagers him being the oldest senior in high school now and um, that he wants to do that and talk about it and discuss it and and just enjoy it with me and and I am just so very grateful for that so I agreed and I have to be honest I am surprised at how much I have enjoyed this they're showing the director's cut so these are long films and today was upwards of three hours and 20 minutes, I think. And um, now my bladder and my stomach don't allow me to stay in a film that long consecutively. So I think I did leave once or twice, but he has seen the film. So I'm able to say, hey, is this a good time to leave? Am I going to miss something? So um, so that's actually kind of an added bonus to, uh, to what we're doing. And... Um, for those of you that haven't seen these stories, I, I want to tell you a little bit about the stories and two things that came to mind today as I was watching these films, really three today. And um, in each of these I, was a revelation of, of a wisdom, a truth, I think, that God um, wants me to consider. You know, um, as I tell my students, and I will be telling my students again very soon, school starts Formally, this week, I have my freshman first on Tuesday, and then all my classes, all six of them this year, on Wednesday of this week. And then, of course, Thursday and Friday as well. So, um, three sort of pieces of wisdom that, um, from the film that I think God was trying to get me to, to pay attention to today. So, the first one is the character of Gollum. Now, just very quickly, again, if you don't know the Lord of the Rings, it's all about this powerful ring and this actually series of rings that um, have corrupted the earth. And only one ring and the most powerful ring exists. And the main character, who is a hobbit, a little person um, named um, Frodo, he and his friend Sam, uh, Frodo has the ring and he and his friend, also a hobbit, Sam, um, have to complete the task of taking this ring and throwing it into this um, hellscape, this lava pit where it was forged and where the evil behind the ring resides. So that's the quest that is happening. Well, Gollum is this um, subhuman creature, really, who originally um, had the ring. And if you've ever read The Hobbit, it's Bilbo, who is Frodo's, I think it's uncle. Um, He stole the ring from Gollum and um, Gollum has been seeking the ring ever since, and he calls the ring, my precious, and he sounds like that, and it's a truly remarkable performance. It's, uh, Gollum is a um, CGI uh, computer-generated character, and um, the, the actor who um, did the, the, the work that was turned into the character is just absolutely incredible, Andy Serkis. I hope he wins an Academy Award someday, because he deserves it, and Gollum is um, just amazing. But what is incredible to me about Gollum is that even though he is subhuman, there is still this character, still the person that he was. He was a hobbit named Smeagol before he came into possession of the ring, and it absolutely consumed and drove him not just into to, uh, psychological madness, but it made him into this subhuman creature. And we see this character of Gollum struggling with himself. Um, and talking to himself, and, and really this inner struggle between Gollum and uh, Smeagol. And it's interesting because Frodo, um, who is, is, Gollum is showing Frodo and Sam the way, um, he is, um, he sees the goodness in Gollum, and he doesn't even call him Gollum, he calls him Smeagol. And this allows um, Smeagol for at least a time to dispel this Gollum um, uh, f- uh person or personality or, um, sort of part of him. Um, and unfortunately though, um, Frodo gets kind of put into a trap himself and he has to entrap Gollum to save his life, Smeagol's life. And, um, at this Gollum returns because Smeagol has, um, been betrayed and, um, the movie actually ends with Gollum um, leading Sam and Frodo to um, this dangerous, d- difficult place, and wondering if um, he, um, talking to himself, saying that he's going to, um, you know, intentionally uh, trick them and bring them to harm. So that's where the second film um, ends, kind of a little bit of a cliffhanger before the third film begins, uh, which I will start, wa- which I will watch most likely next Sunday. So. Um, anyway, I just think it's fascinating that, again, I, I talked in the last time when I talked about fellowship about the ring and what consumes us and, and what is the idol, the powerful idol that, um, that is shiny, that we call precious. And I suggested to myself it's probably this smartphone that I'm talking into. But today in this film, we, we don't see the, the ring. We do see the ring, but we see the effects. Of that, the effects of the possession by the ring and the darkness and the idol that the ring represents. So I just think it was really, really fascinating, and, and Gollum is is just a, a very um, intense character who represents, I think, us in, in various ways. So I'm only going to actually talk about the, the second piece of wisdom. I said three, but I'm, I'm going to um, jump to conclusion here and um there is a speech that um uh, sam actually gives um as the movie is getting ready to conclude and it's a speech about stories and um it's a it's a lovely lovely thing and i'm actually thinking i'm going to show it to my students as we talk about story in my class and sam basically says to frodo as they're as they're setting off they've kind of reached a point where um some of the um Difficulty has passed, but they're going to be moving into a whole nother sort of phase of their uh, quest of their journey. And um, Frodo is, is feeling kind of down and, and needs a little um, pep talk, I guess. And, and that's what Sam gives him. And, and what Sam essentially says he, says, he says, you know, those those great stories of old. Um, that they, they told the stories of heroes and, and um, you know, heroines. And he says, I never thought that that I might someday be in one of those stories. And um, he says, you know, it is, he says why those stories were important for him to hear. When he heard the stories, he, he didn't know why he, why it was important for him to hear those when he was a boy and, and you know, growing up. And he says that the reason it was important was because now that he is in one of these stories he has hope because those stories gave him hope and now he needs that hope and this certainly touches frodo and gollum i think is also listening in that scene as well um smeagol gollum and um that really is what transitions them into um the the closing scene which i i just described where they're, they're setting out on this dangerous another dangerous part of the uh the quest, the journey. So, huh, I am three and a half, four hours today inside in a theater, but, but it was well worth it. And just have enjoyed the connection with my son, enjoyed, um, just being immersed, being a wash in this wonderful, wonderful story, this epic story. And, um, thanks for listening to me, um, talking about it. So, um, In conclusion, a few questions here. So again, Lord of the Rings, is this something that resonates with you? This idea of quest and hero's journey, um, is that something that resonates with you? Where might you be in a hero's journey right now? And if you're not familiar with the concept of hero's journey, uh, Joseph Campbell, there's a great Wikipedia um, article right up on it if you want to look that up on the hero's journey. But um, where are you... Are you on one and where are you on that? And then lastly, um, where is God in the midst of that internal struggle that maybe you might be feeling right now? Temptation or uh, pull or draw toward that darker shadow part of yourself. Where is God in the midst of that? Is God only in the Smeagol? The better half, the better part of you? Or is God in the Gollum, maybe even more so in the Gollum than in the Smeagol? Where is God in the midst of that? Thanks again, as always, for listening, and blessings and peace.